Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Welcome to the week. Monday morning here at K-Rock, 7 o'clock on the screws. My name's Klein. There's Ali. Hello. Jake the Nerd, DJ Sir. Omar Khan. Hey. Postmaster Johnny taking them calls early and often, 800-520-1067 for the interaction. We'll get into a brand new round of Don't Be a Dick in just a moment as we try to save your future Super Bowl parties. There's certain people. You know who they are. They ruin the good times for everybody else. We will accept open nominees for Don't Be a Dick, Super Bowl Party Edition, coming up in just a moment at 800-520-1067. But before we do that, we have some pressing news. We just gave away a sweet trip to Toronto to see Fallout Boy. That was called Destination Number 3. And now let's send you on another airplane. This time, where will they go to next? Place your bets. sound like one of those airplane nerds, but that is definitely a 777. You just heard fly overhead. You're the expert. I totally made that up. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I do know one person. It's my annoying brother-in-law, and he's one of these guys that like... Uh, oh, he's like into planes? Yeah, like anytime he, so, hears, yeah. he hears a plane, he'll be like, ah, oh, that's a Cessna. Ah, uh, definitely a Cessna. Uh, you know, it's always like this private place. Ah, oh, it's a G5. I could tell by the engine. Exhaust. And like, what are you getting out of that? No one else cares. Yeah, it's really, it's like one of those annoying flexes. Like, do you have one of those planes? No, then shut up. <laughs> and on that note, let's tell you where he'll be going to next. Destination number five, excuse me, destination number four, K-Rock World Tour 2023. We've sent you so far just to update you. You've gone to London, England to see uh, our friends, the Black Keys. Then we sent you to Amsterdam to see Coldplay. And then just a moment ago, you got to hear somebody win that trip to Toronto to see Fallout Boy. So how about this? Let's spin the old globe. We're going to send you to a bit of a historic music event. And I don't use that lightly. There's a band you've heard on K-Rock for many, many, many years. And they recently said that they will no longer be a band. So we'd like to send you to their final show. show ever. It's bittersweet, I guess, but you will be in attendance. Manchester, England to see Panic at the Disco's final show. 
You know, just as El, from El Chipo's perspective, the money that you are saving here All right. Let's is not focus just on that. unbelievable. Let's focus I mean, on... the ticket prices for this show. Oh, it's going to be already, it's crazy. Absolutely insane. Not to mention the flights, but also the performance. Uh, Panic at the Disco is a great performance anyway. Brandon Urie does like backflips off the stage. Can you imagine all of the extra energy coursing through that guy's veins knowing it is his last show? Yeah, you will be a part of music history. We teased that last week. Today we deliver on that promise uh, throughout the entire day and throughout the entire morning you'll be getting yourselves on the standby boarding list, including right now. Caller 20, 800-520-1067. You're the first name that we put on the standby boarding list to go to Manchester, England to see Panic at the Disco's final show. That is uh, stop number th- four, K-Rock. Foo Fighters! Foo Fighters! You got that right. Foo Fighters. Saw Dave Grohl with his whole family at the uh, Grammys last night. Uh, that was uh, nice to see them all together again. And I know that there was already some talk today about why was Taylor Hawkins not a part of the in memoriam that they did at the Grammys. And it was because last think, year, yeah, it was like the Grammys were pushed, I think, a little bit later back. And they did a very you know, a nice tribute to him. So I guess they feel like they he was included last year, so he was not included again this year. So before you start oh, freaking yeah, out, yeah, that's yeah, what they yeah, say. Yeah. I say include him every year. That's what I say. But what do I know? It's K-Rockets Klein Alley Show. We just announced... Destination number four, K-Rock World Tour 2023. Not only will you get to go to Manchester, England, which seems like a pretty sweet trip, but you will get to be a part of music history as you will be in the audience at Panic at the Disco's final show ever after uh, Brandon Urie made the announcement about a month ago that uh, this was going to be it for the band. Instantly, people started looking at the tour going, wait a minute, they're not even back in America and they're going to be doing their final show overseas. So we will send you to that final show if you, uh, of course, win. And let's put some names on that standby boarding list every single hour all day long from 7 a.m. till 7 p.m. all week, and then we will go ahead and pick a winner, just like we did earlier this morning. And let's go ahead and write down the first name right now. Uh, what name is the first name we should write down on this list? Hello? You know, that's a Cessna. Hi, is it me? <laughs> yeah, it's a Cessna. Yeah, I can <laughs> tell. I can hear the engine. Uh, yeah, I'm talking to you. Why? What's your name? Hi, my name is Kelly. Kelly, uh, you're the first name to be written down on the standby boarding list to go see... Panic at the Disco's final show ever. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Thank oh, you. Yeah, hold on one second. Uh, you will hopefully be going to Manchester, England. And if you're not, Kelly, don't feel too bad about it. You have an opportunity again uh, less than one hour from right now. 8 o'clock this morning we'll do it. And then again at 9 and, you know, throughout the entire day. Nicole and, you know, well. you know the rest. That's pretty uh, much it. I'll explain it to you. So the uh, Super Bowl is on Sunday. And uh, maybe this is the week that you're starting to figure out where are your plans. Are you going to take that road trip and go to Arizona? Surround yourself by all the action. You're going to be in a friend's basement. You're going to invite people to your place, host it, perhaps. The big decision to make where you watch the game because I think the experience of the Super Bowl, regardless if you care about the Chiefs or the Eagles at all, it's a fun. It's like a fun gathering. It's one of my favorite days of the year. Always is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it has a nice combination of people who just like eating, drinking, and watching television. I think. It's better than just a random party because there's a focus to it. You've got a soft focus. You can get as drunk as you want, but also you have an end goal, and that's to watch the game. And there's so many different parts of it that apply to everybody, so it's good for a variety of people. But we decided to try to save all the Super Bowl parties that will be happening all over the place uh, with this very special edition of Don't Be a Dick, Super Bowl edition. Don't be a dick. All right, Ryan, we will let you kick things off. Uh, who uh, sh- who do you believe is the biggest dick at any Super Bowl party that we should try to avoid? And don't be this person. 
Man, I was going to say the biggest dick, but uh, my mom is one that we should not invite to a Super Bowl party. And why is that particularly or specifically, or it's just your mom? Uh, she just, it's just the people she invites is always the opposite of what everybody's there for. She tends to ruin the whole day. Uh, if it was yeah, well, hold on. It's interesting. You bring up the interesting point about the person that invites other people because then you, you're dealing with a lot of rogue. You don't know what it is, right? You don't. It's not necessarily people that are there for the game and or the team. Like, let's just say, I remember last year when the Rams were playing, right? Everyone was, it, it was interesting because if you were with a bunch of Rams fans watching, and it was very easy to get caught up in the excitement of it. It really sucked when there was one or two people that either were rooting for the Bengals or that were didn't care at all. When everyone was super passionate about one thing, it's kind of nice mm-hmm. when you're a part of a bunch of people that have the same kind of goal in mind. Well, and it's funny that those people, like the people that truly don't care, it's like they still would have FOMO if they did nothing because there's some opportunity to have a party, right? So I have to go to a party. If everyone's going to a party, I can't not go to a party. But you really don't want to be there because you don't care about the game. 800-520-1067 to call or to text. Uh, my nominee right out of the gate, is the person who shows up with the second veggie platter. Because the first <laughs> veggie didn't. platter is still sitting there. And un- you're like, all right, untouched. you brought a veggie platter. But, I think both of those people are dicks, though. They, they're, they're, oh, oh, veggie oh, platter one and two. Yes, veggie platter one and two are dicks. But you have to... Veggie platter is kind of like the... Everyone's just accepted the fact you got to put it out there. There's going to be one person that's going to be appreciative that they got bell peppers, but but the second veggie platter person, particularly that person, because yeah, when they show up and everyone's like, "Oh, cool, oh, what'd you bring?" and they're like, "Here we," and they start they, they unveil it. You're like, "Ugh." There's already one of those sitting on the stupid table. They're usually trying to, like, justify the second platter, too. They're like, yeah, but this one has those baby corns, and the other ones didn't have yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> socks. Like, a worse corn. <laughs> yeah, 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 but you know what ultimately happens is that, that you day. just see in the middle, all the dip is gone, and all the vegetables are yeah. still there. <laughs> still yeah. there. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're trying. It's, it's just like, a- I'm just going to take these Fritos and put it yeah, here. Yeah, they're my pizza in the, in the ranch. Here. Yeah, right. exactly. Uh, don't be second. Just please, don't be second veggie platter person. Uh, 818 has a food related one don't be a dick the person that stands by the food and either criticizes or comments on the choices that you're making i would say also the host who wants to make sure that the foods that they made are being eaten by people and they want to make sure that they know how everything was prepared and they're kind of an oversharer in the world of the yeah. super bowl food spread yeah. right. I'm, um, I'm less concerned about the ingredients you use clearly i'm going to put a ninety thousand calories yeah. in my body over the next four hours uh, five six two don't be a dick the super bowl is uh oh for the super bowl is the one person that yells out come on Right. Every time there's a bad play. And he, yeah, it doesn't even, both sides of the ball, too. That part, Come that's, on! Jose, you're on K-Rock. It's uh, Don't Be a Dick Super Bowl edition as we get ready for the game on Sunday. Uh, what say you? Hey, um, I have a cousin that takes, like, the cheapest beers to the parties and drinks the good stuff because he doesn't want to spend any money on his own beer. Oh, yeah, they're always that, drink, yeah. drinking the craft stuff when they brought, like, you yeah, know. Yeah, they brought a case of, like, 30, a bush light. 30 natty lights, <laughs> and then they're drinking the good stuff. I agree. There's something too, that's something weird about that. You bring it, and then you're Just like, Just to say right. you brought beer. Right. Because oh, I, you know you're going to be drinking right. a bunch of beer. I brought 30, so I'm going to drink 30 better beers yeah. now. Good yeah, I have a nominee for Don't Be a Dick. Oh, go ahead, Omar. Don't put money on the game, and then when the game isn't going towards what your bets, don't... 
get all ticked off about it and suck the energy out of the room. That's, so that's funny because the the text is <laughs> the, this texter seven one four said exactly that. The person who spends his last two hundred bucks on squares then becomes enragingly pissed off yeah. when they ultimately lose to like some nine year old kid who doesn't even know right. what's going well, on at the Super Bowl party. F that nine year old, right? Morning, K Rock. It's Klein Alley Show. So many great other submissions on the uh, text line for "Don't Be a Dick." Super Bowl people, and uh, we don't have time to get through all of them, Allie. Just give me a few of the best ones that came through, and then we got to get to. I became the person I hate most this weekend, which I'll share with you in just a second. Uh, five six two. My "Don't Be a Dick" nominee uh, is the person who mutes the commercials or during the commercials for the Super Bowl will switch over to highlights from other sports channels. Oh, I like that person. I what like do you the, mean? Yeah, that's good. I don't oh, care. Oh, come on. You need the whole Super Bowl experience. You can't mute the commercials. I don't need John Cena to try to sell me batteries. All right? I like to move on and see what's going on in the world. There's really Yeah, not- but Eve, then it gives you something to talk about. You know, um, there are certain people in the world that bother me so much. And I think anyone that messes up the flow of a parking lot situation it, like if you do that once it's okay you get one warning but i think if you do that on a regular basis you should be like shipped off to australia and live there like if you're just one of the people that can't figure out the basics of how parking lots work you know the whole going the right way and especially if you are the type of person that holds up the entire line of people when you're trying to get out with that robotic arm to leave the parking garage. Because sometimes you, it doesn't matter if you're at a mall or if you're at just like a, one of those places you have to go through. There's, Dude, it happens in this building like every it, damn it, day. Every day. Every time I leave, there is an idiot trying to leave who yes. doesn't understand the concept of putting your ticket in and then paying and leaving. And there's a couple different ways you can be an idiot when leaving a parking lot. There, There's the person that never knows how to pull their car properly to the thing, so they have to like try to slowly get... They have to open they the door. They have to park, and then and they have to open get, yeah. the door, and they've got to slide their ticket in. There's a million ways to screw up the process. Or they haven't. They don't have their ticket ready, so they're like rummaging through their bag to try and find the ticket. And I've said before, and I'll admit it, I am terrible at keeping track of my ticket. Like I oftentimes, if I go to the Grove or any any of those places, within five minutes of being given the stupid ticket, I've lost it. So when I leave. I'll just end up, I'll just hit the thing oh and I'll say, God. I don't have my ticket. And they'll say, you got to pay the full day rate. Oh my God. And I'll say, what is that? And they're like $28. Oh. And, I, and I see the, the car starting to pile up behind me and I don't want to slow. I just go, all right, sliding the card in, oh. ring it for the full day. And I get out of there and I don't, and I just. I, You're I, a sucker. Yeah. So yet, so this weekend I was getting this haircut. I did pay for it, shockingly. You can see Allie's haircut and my haircut side by side up on the story, and people are already voting that uh, we've tied for worst haircut. Did the parking garage refund your money? The parking garage did not They're refund like, my money. They're like, here you go. I'm so um, sad. In a parking garage? Yeah. I, yeah, I, uh, I got to the, the thing to put my ticket in to leave, and there was no cars behind me. And I was super annoyed this time because I actually did get the... Th- I remembered I, ha- I didn't lose the... T- it's so rare that not only do I not lose the ticket, but I actually remember to get the stupid thing validated. That's so rare wow. that happens. Got it validated and didn't lose it. Slide it in. Supposed to be free. And the thing says 12 bucks. And I was annoyed that only because this time I go... I, no, it's the principle of the thing, man. Right. You're supposed to get free parking. Right. You validated. Right. I, it was one time I finally said, "That's it. I'm putting my foot down." I, I never do this. They get me every time. I'm such a sucker. I probably have funded ninety percent of the parking facilities in all of Southern California at this point. And I said, "This time I actually did everything right." And they're str- trying to screw me. And I said, "That's unbelievable," because I actually did the thing where I held it on the red light and the and the ticket. Beep, 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 beep. Then I, go, I don't Wait. trust that red light crap. Well, whatever. Either. I said it was supposedly it was validated. Never works. So I I hit the button and I say to the guy, hey, uh, 
Hey, uh, thing says, are you guys 12 bucks? I just validated the, the, the parking. I just look at, can you look at me on the camera? I got a haircut clearly. Look at my head, you know? Pressing that button, too. I feel like right. I'm always surprised if anyone is even at the end, other end of that. And thing. they're so annoying. I feel like it's just an empty office. And, and more often than not, they, they don't ever seem like, they're never like, what can I do to help you? No. They're always like, what is idiot? They're like, they, what? Yeah. Most, dumb, that, high, that, dumb, they dumb. should just call that button the idiot button because it's all idiots that push it for the most part. Yeah. And the person says, uh, "Now nah, your uh, your your thing's not validated. You uh, you have to go back in and, and validate it, or you can just slide your card for twelve dollars right now." What and the I said, hell? I said, "Dude, I don't know what you want me to do. I validated it. I did the whole thing." The guy's like, "You gotta," and I, I go, "Fine, whatever." I'm just. Did gonna you pay. back up? I go, "I'm just gonna pay." I said, "At this point, Aww. I'm just paying. I don't want to peel behind me, and I don't have my wallet on me. Oh no! Wallet. Oh, no. Man. So there is zero. I have zero ability." to leave this parking lot now. And now I start to see cars, not yet behind me, but making their way behind me. And that's when the anxiety goes from zero to 10. And I go, I'm about to be the person. I'm about to become the person I hate most. So I can't be this person because this person, I the, the things I've said in my head to that person in the past that is holding up the whole, it's F this person, F their family, a curse on them, a curse. <laughs> it's the whole thing, right? Oh yeah. So, you wish death upon them. So I quickly kind of do this move where I back out, I kind of back up, but before, I don't inconvenience any other, other cars. Okay, I'm able to, you go, I go, right. But I only can back to a certain level, and then I can back no further. And I also think to myself, I have no ability. To, there's nowhere for me to leave my car where I'm not going to be blocking something. I say, at this point, I'm pretty much trapped here. You just got to get out of the car and run away. I have, no mo- I have no wallet, no credit card. I have a ticket that will not validate. I, I can't pay my way out of this. There's, I'm, I'm screwed. No, you got to work. Don't you have to like valet mm. people's cars? Yeah, yeah, wash windows. That's what you think. (laughs) And I did something that I don't know if I regret just yet. I'll tell you in probably 30 days. I pulled back in line behind a car. And as soon as they paid, I tailgated on, on their bumper. And rode right wow. out, and rode right out of that. I'm always so scared to do that I because I feel it like was, the arm's going to crunch onto my car. God, it was exhilarating. <gasps> it was like I felt so alive because yeah. there was that moment where I said, and I was trying to find the person to sneak behind in line. I'm like, which person seems like they're going to get out kind of quickly, and I could just kind of ride the bumper a little bit because the way that robotic arm works, it's not supposed to shut on your car, but it does feel like it's kind of a guillotine, and it will, cu- it will come down on you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and also... What, I wonder what car you picked because I feel like a nice car always takes their time. Uh, I picked... It has to be like kind of a crappy car but one that can like, you know, jet forward fast. Not electric. I picked the Ford Explorer because the guy... I, <laughs> I just looked at the guy's face and he looked like he had somewhere to be. Yeah, it said don't tread on me. And I said... <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I'm going fi- to bumper... I'm going to ride this guy's bumper out. Now, at the time, it kind of felt great. It felt like I got away with a cool mm. crime. And then as I'm... As I had that moment of like, ha, take that system, you know, uh-huh. got you. then I see the sign that says, you know, all transactions are monitored on, you know, camera because they've got the cameras there. So the question is, will I be receiving some sort of a citation in the mail that says IO, whatever it is? <sighs> I they think signs in a parking garage are just for anything. show. Yeah, right. they're just right. for show and they're just for scary times. Yeah. It's just meant to intimidate you. I don't think anyone is going to follow through so, on that. Now, right. because you already talked to the attendant, that would be the only reason I think maybe right. because he already knew you. Yeah, but, but it's not like they're watching. Yeah. They're you like smoking weed and sleeping. There could be a video coming my way of a guy with a bad haircut who's tailgating a Ford Explorer <laughs> out of a parking lot. If that happens. <laughs> That mean lesbian just went through. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be me. But take a lesson, society. If you're the one that's potentially going to block a bunch of other people and ruin their day, just 
for the better. This is where I feel like it's for the good of society. I did that move. No, it's good that to you you took there. the out when you had it. Right, that's great. Out. We come a back lot in of a people moment. don't have that awareness. Uh, we will uh, start gambling. There's a lot of bets you could make. Thousands of bets you could ha- uh, go in- into this weekend. Uh, we'll get into some winner winner chicken dinner in a moment and give you our first of five guaranteed bets that you can place and make some money on the Super Bowl. We'll do that after this. Uh, K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. In about 25 minutes, we'll get your name on the standby boarding list. Destination number four, K-Rock World Tour 2023. You'll be going to Manchester, England to see the final performance ever of a band called Panic at the Disco. We will get your name on the list. You'll be the second name on the standby boarding list coming up uh, just around 8 o'clock this morning right here on K-Rock. Hello. Hey, what's going on? Uh, I was a valet for a long time. Good morning, hey, Sweet Dibbits, by the way. Sweet Dibbits. Um, sweet Dibbits. I, uh, I was a valet in Huntington Beach at a place called Pacific City. And uh, we used to have people that would hit, go right through those uh, arms all the time, break them down. And that was really the only the time that they would uh, would go after you, unless they, you know, picture your license plate. So if you did, if you saw someone do what Klein did and kind of tailgate through, nobody would press charges or do anything? I, I didn't care. Nobody really cared. Wait, but you're saying on a regular basis, cars would just drive through those things like they were winning a marathon, like they're running through the ribbon at the end of a race? Probably about 10 times that I worked there, yeah. Oh, I mean, whoa. constantly. And just snapped them right off? Broke them right off. And then, you know, you got to get the police involved and all that because obviously there's damages to the building, so. Well, I didn't do that. I did the next best. should have. That to, sounds uh, like to, it'd be sounds cool. Fun. Uh, a guaranteed winning bet for you. Winner, winner, chicken dinner after Killers K-Rock. $7.1 billion. $7.1 billion. That is not the current Powerball jackpot. That is the amount of money that is estimated will be gambled during the big game on Sunday. It's K-Rock. It's Klein Alley Show. And before we give you uh, the first of many bets that we'll be giving you this week, these are not the obvious bets. There's, sure, there are a million things you can bet on. So many different ways to gamble. You don't need to know anything about football. They still get involved. You can be up. You can be down. Most likely down, but there's a million things to gamble on from the color of Gatorade to the coin toss to who actually will play and win the game. I will say that uh, the bet we have for you today, we will all be locking in our predictions. And uh, whichever one of us does the worst will be required to buy the rest of us and some listeners. And some listeners. Oh, that's right. A delicious chicken feast. (laughs) From the winner's cho- choice of restaurant. So it could really? be wings. That's right. So, Allie, let's just say throughout the next five days, you get the most of these correct after the Super Bowl. You get to say, my favorite chicken in all of Southern California. I like the is wings at, at Morton's. wherever. That's not chicken place. That is, that is the <laughs> only. Expensive. Somehow that, that is wrong. Steak at Morton's. That's right. Steak at, chicken at Morton's is not chicken. We cannot accept that. Okay. It could be a wing place. It could be a tender place. It could be a fried chicken spot. Mm. And the loser, whoever does the worst. Could be Omar, could be Ali, could be me, could be Jake, could be Muggs, whoever does the worst is required to then fund this operation. Why and are we calling a chicken winner, winner, chicken dinner? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. There shouldn't be anybody else but the chickens to <laughs> gauge how much their eggs should be. Right. So I also think the loser, while also having to buy the food for doesn't everybody, get to, doesn't get to eat it. Yes, can't eat it. It's a good idea. I, I have like to watch. You have to, to watch. just watch everyone eat it and lick their fingers. The first bet you have to tackle. lick their fingers. Yeah, you, you have to lick their fingers. You need to lick the fingers of everyone else who got to enjoy the delicious chicken. <laughs> uh, this is oh the first God. bet. It's a, it's a Super Bowl commercial prop bet, Allie. Okay. Yes, there will be. No, that is not. I win. That is not the bet. <laughs> will there be? Will, will there be a commercial first for Doritos or M and M's? One of them will have a commercial that airs first. 
Which one will it be? This is an actual bet you could place and make money on. We will all lock down our bets right now. We'll keep track of these. And keep in mind, whoever scores the best will pick where the place, chicken place is. Whoever scores the worst will be funding all of this. And we'll invite some listeners to join us as well. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Big game. That'll be a delicious feast. Mm. Like a hungover, nice feast. Maybe like Tuesday after this. All oh, could be good. God. All right, okay. Doritos or M&M's? Jake the Nerd, we will let you lock in your prediction first. I'm going with Doritos. Any reason for that? I got a feeling. It's terrible. I got a feeling that terrible. Doritos uh, is going to... I think M&M's is so popular right now. There's so much uh, controversy. They're going to wait till later. Mm-hmm. See, I think the opposite, Jake. I think that because the M&M's have had this whole like, oh, I don't know. What are we going to do with our spokes candies? And oh, we got this Maya Rudolph thing that we're doing. They're like kind of creating all... They're setting the stage and they need to make it right. So they're going to do it right at the beginning. So they're going to come right out. Allie, first you say commercial break. M&M's will be before Doritos. Yep. All right. Allie's got M&M's. Jake's got Doritos. Uh, Omar? I'm going to have to go with Doritos, and it's just a gut feeling. I think historically, from what I can recall, I think Doritos always goes ahead of M&M's. Interesting. How well, do you know that? Hey, Omar's I just, a wealth I just, of knowledge. I just, I just kind of like, you know, feel, feel like uh, Doritos always come, come first. <laughs> I yeah. got an Excel sheet uh, with all the commercials. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you want to make money wow. on this. All right. So uh, what are you going to pick, Klein? Well, it's weird. There actually is a favorite in this one. For whatever reason, the odds makers <laughs> Wait, have... The odds they makers, do these prop bets and there are favorites? Oh, yeah. The odds makers have already said that uh, M&M's is the favorite. What? And, oh, uh, good. It's the favorite to be going first. Uh, people <gasps> risking $135 to win 100 on that one. The reason because of all of the uh, you know, the build-up to this M&M yes. thing. Now, Doritos guaranteed going to have commercials. They always do. And you don't know how many they're going to run. I would think my gut tells me, based on the way that people eat during the game... Everyone's gut says Doritos. Well, you That's go, the point of Doritos. You go Dorito early at M&M is more of a sweet treat. That would be uh, something you do more towards halftime and just based on the way people eat. Oh, people will eat Doritos. They'll eat salty and then sweet? That's kind of my thought. But <laughs> I, I unfortunately am going to also say based on just the way things have been going and the build-up to it, that M&M's is going to probably... They're like... They're going to be right out of the gate. I just have a feeling about it. And Doritos... Now I want to change my answer because you're always wrong. No, locked in. Damn it. Locked in. Uh, All right, so keep keep track of these all. And uh, Muggs will lock his... I don't know where the hell he is, but whatever. Uh, He said both. I think he's smoking weed in his car. Okay, cool. Muggs (laughs) is smoking weed in his car. That's correct. So I guess he's picking Doritos. Uh, That has been Winner Winner Chicken Dinner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. There shouldn't be anybody else but the chickens to gauge how much their eggs should be. Uh, every every day up until the big game, we will give you a different bet you could actually put money on. It's a good, compelling argument on the text line as to why it'll be M&M's. I'm glad I went that way. We take a super quick break. We'll come back with your ADD news, but then we'll get you on that standby boarding list to go to the final Panic at a Disco show ever. You'll be traveling all the way to Manchester, England. That'll be next. K-Rock is Klein Alley Show. Don't be a stranger. We're here for you. 800-520-1067. Unless you're one of those weird strangers. Stranger danger! Stranger danger! In which case, uh, just text. Don't call. But if you'd like to uh, interact with the show, you're more than welcome to. The number is 800-520-1067. You'll need that number in exactly five minutes. We'll do another name on the standby boarding list to go to the final panic show in uh, Manchester, England. Get you on that standby boarding list and hopefully we call your name in about a week. We did that earlier this morning. Congratulations once again to the winner of the trip to see Fallout Boy in Toronto. Her name was Melissa 
from Maywood, and she is off to uh, Canada for that show. So you could be next, K-Rock World Tour 2023. You know, uh, last night in the In Memoriam during the Grammys, they did not pay any respect to P-22, the mountain lion that, you know, was the official mascot of Southern California before it was taken from us prematurely. At the memorial event that took place at the Greek over the weekend, Muggs went and Postmaster Johnny went. And let me just give you just a taste of this, Allie. We'll get to this next hour. Give me a taste. It, um... This is maybe sadder than the actual death of P-22. I am here with... Karen Farrington. Karen Farrington. We are at the P-22 Celebration of Life. And I can't help to ask to get a cougar to... Youth, you, sorry. A cougar to eulogize a cougar. Oh, boy. A cougar to euthanize another cougar? Yes, is that what he was going to say? He was trying say? to get a cougar to euthanize a cougar. Uh, Will you kill more cougars? It's it just like that. It didn't go well. A cougar to youth, you sorry, a <laughs> cougar to eulogize a cougar. Absolutely. And I can't uh, notice what your shirt. What does your shirt say? He was speaking like Yoda in a weird way. Like everything he was he's saying like was breathing like, heavily yeah, into yeah. his microphone. Absolutely. And I can't uh, notice what your shirt. What does your shirt say? We're both cougars and a beautiful. Just I can't a beautiful, notice but your shirt. I can't notice but your shirt say. <laughs> I don't know what that even means. Maybe he was, uh, you know, riddled with grief or something like that. He couldn't put a sentence together. Anyway, that was part of the festivities that took place. I couldn't believe how many people were there. Rain Wilson singing songs. Yeah. It was a beautiful tribute, P-22. We'll get to some of that next hour. Uh, but first... Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. News you can trust. Ish. So the Grammys, as usual, was not without upsets and awkward moments. Everyone was waiting for Taylor Swift or Harry Styles to win Song of the Year. Instead, it went to Bonnie Raitt, and anybody under 50 had no idea what was going on. Then there was the awkward tribute to all the super fans of the nominees. I don't know if you saw this, but they would periodically go to like a round table so where a bunch of fans were like, Hi, I'm Jesse, and I love ABBA. I have 35 yeah. ABBA tattoos. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> like the weirdest. Everybody it was that was just like on the stalker list and like that every artist had a restraining order against. You know how Jake is? Exactly how Jake is about Tool and all of like Maynard's side projects. Yeah. That's what these, they were like the super fans of these all the nominees. Like they were right all, when I thought I had no talents or yeah. anywhere to go in my life, yeah, I discovered. I know. know. There's like a grown ass man talking about how when he hugged Adele, it was the, the highlight of his entire life. And it was like this weird moment. Like, anyway, if she doesn't win, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. burning the place down. <laughs> he's like, so okay. Weird. It was a very strange addition. Was, I don't think they'll be doing that again next <laughs> no. year. No. Um, and then there was the Bad Bunny issue. So people are upset. They're not upset, obviously, because of Bad Bunny performing, but they're upset at the closed captioning during the performance because during the performance, obviously, he's speaking Spanish, and the closed captioning just said, speaking non-English. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Person, person and everybody was God. like, what person got is lazy. going on? Hey, listen, if that's your job, do closed captioning, you're like, eh. Uh, I gotta go to the bathroom. Like, how am I gonna up? translate? But the so many people watch with captions now. So many people watch with subtitles that I, I think closed captioning always used to be st stupid and lazy like this. And now everyone's noticing because everyone has closed captioning and subtitles on. So now they're realizing that there are some problems with the closed captioning. They wrote speaking non-English. Yep. Well, if you're closed captioning, if you have to like write that, right? Like you, you might not be able to speak Spanish. What else are you gonna write? Yeah, but couldn't you at least recognize that it's Spanish? Oh, you're saying, you don't have to say just non-English. So you think that would have been less offensive if they had just written speaking Spanish? Yes. That would have been okay. Speaking non-English? Yeah. 
I just wrote taco, 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 yeah, taco. Right. Like, <laughs> that would have been problematic. I'm doing that. It's crazy. Um, okay. The Terminator was involved in a bit of an oopsies over the weekend. Arnold Schwarzenegger, who used to be our governor, mind you, hit a bicyclist while driving his SUV down San Vicente in, Bren- in Brentwood. It was already determined that he was not at fault for this, and the woman who was on her bike darted in front of his SUV. He had zero time to react. She's at the hospital recovering. She's going to be fine. He already sent her bike to a shop to be repaired. God, how good would that be to get hit? If you're going to get hit, right. like get hit by someone like that that will like actually, you know, cares about their public image and will actually try to make right by it by fixing your bike and stuff. I have a theory that this woman had like, I don't know, a hip issue or some something some that. yep this and was she plan? was like if i just dart in front of arnold schwarzenegger's suv and, and he runs me Saul over plan. i mean the, the whole thing's going to be paid for sure. 10 times over he's Good already move. sent her bike over to get fixed and it wasn't even his fault i'm going to wait at the parking lot of the hospital so when he goes and visits i can lay down <laughs> behind his car get back over me there's just people all around his car waiting <laughs> to be run over to be hit by him? i can't get out uh, yeah. i need a new ps3 uh go, go play with it in front of schwarzenegger yep. all right we gotta take a quick break we'll be back in a second put your name on the standby boarding list so you can go to the final panic show ever that is happening in two minutes right here on k-rock k-rock 